Welcome back to Make Pods Great Again. I am back, and guess what? My bestie's back from Yay. California. What's going on, Nikki? It has been so weird not seeing you. This I didn't been- like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god, it's been a whole four days. How will I live? Uh huh. I got so used to podcasting like every other night in quarantine. So I was like, man, it's good to hear your voice. See, I figured like there's no chance you'd miss because you'd still have 12 memes a day. You could go correspond with me over, you know, which I, which I do and have <laughs> since I've been gone, but yeah, still. Man, how was California? Gorgeous. Was wild. Oh, so gorgeous. It's already cold here in new England. So it was really nice to like get another little taste of summer for a hot second, but yeah, it is beautiful out there and everyone's really sweet and I like it a lot. Santa Cruz is like the cutest little town on the planet. I still can't believe this is the first time you've been. Like, I can't. I know. You posted that and I'm like, I've been twice. How the hell have I been to Santa Cruz twice and you've never been? Like, I don't Uh, understand that. Really, though? Come on. Yeah, I know. How funny, right? No, I've not. In all the time I've worked for HQ and all the time that I've like worked on these broadcasts and shit, I've never, I've never been to HQ. I've never been to, um, the ranch. I've never been to Santa Cruz and all the times I've been like besties, second besties, sorry, with Logan. Yeah. Um, now, you guys had a, a picture posted and I knew you were in Santa Cruz when I saw the picture because you were overlooking the ocean and it's a, it's a view that I've had at least twice. And I've gone there four times and the two times I've been there. Um, but there's a little restaurant there called or a little convenience store store called the point did you guys get over to it at all is that where those burritos are from yes oh yeah no i didn't we didn't get over there but um heber texted me and was like if you don't go to the point and get a burrito we're not friends yeah he well he was the one that he he turned me on to it they take cash only they won't take they won't take debit or credit cards and it's like this tiny little convenience store and it's kind of hard to describe other than it looks like a California convenience store, right? Yeah. Like everything's kind of packed in. It smells like an old house, you know, Cute. and they sell these breakfast burritos and they come in two sizes, like small football and regular size football. <laughs> and and I'm seriously, huge, huge and huger. Yeah. And they come with this hot sauce. It's like super hot. Ooh, I'm a and, weenie. I can't do hot sauce. Hang well, on. I didn't do the hot sauce, but it's like eggs and potatoes and bacon. And uh, I mean, you have all these choices, like, you know, tons of choices of what you can put in them. And they are legit. Like, I don't usually get like geeked out about local food too much. You're just like, okay, I know this is your local thing. It's great. No, this is like the real deal. Amazing. Yeah. Like totally yeah, amazing. Next time. And then you go overlook the ocean and watch people surf. And it's like, the it's, it's always the perfect day because Santa Cruz is like always 70 degrees and sunny, you know? Yes. Yes. I don't know. I came back home and my husband was like, okay, wait inside, like at the airport and get your bags until I'm, here because you don't want to wait outside because it's too cold. And I was yeah. like, why do we live here? Because why are we doing this? Because you don't have 60% taxes. That's why. <laughs> and, Ooh. and half of the state's not on fire. That's that. why. like, right. No, they're know. definitely like next up for Sharknado or something out oh, there. No doubt. But Santa yeah. Cruz is itself is like this beautiful little, it's like a little surf town. You know? I loved it's, it. Yeah. Loved it. What'd you think of HQ? <sighs> Um, I didn't, so I got the tour, obviously it's like, you know, relatively bare in comparison to like when all offices were full and, and, you know, a ton of people were working there, but, um, holy, the gym is stunning. I heard that they renovated it. So I don't know if you have seen the the new, new one or whatever. Yeah. They'd renovated it right before I'd gotten there. It was beautiful. I loved it. And we mainly were outside because, you know, everyone was very right. like covid safe the whole time right. so we were we like there's like a bunch of picnic tables and stuff in the back and some like string lights and we had a little like post-production outside uh eating pizza drinking beer near each other a little gathering which was nice yeah that gem is awesome and then they have there's like a small mountain i'm gonna call it a mountain they would just call it a hill okay but i ran it with castro and it felt like Ooh. a mountain and it's like literally as you know, it's within a quarter mile of headquarters and yeah. it goes, you know, the elevation is ridiculous. So they've got like the perfect workout space there. Not only is oh, the gym totally. amazing, but it's like a perfect 400 meters around the building. And then they've got that little mountain. So you can pretty much do anything there. It's uh it's cool. You know what, um, what blew my mind speaking of running uphill, I had never been to the ranch either. Um, the hill that they make them run there is yeah. like, 
straight up and down. It is like perpendicular to the ground. I was <laughs> like, I don't want to walk that thing. Oh, I'm sure. I cannot believe these athletes ran up like that. It doesn't look that bad on video. It's not like I had never seen it before. I had just never seen it in real life. And in real life, I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Well, I've never been to the ranch. I mean, Dave and I aren't that tight, so I'm sure oh, my, yeah. I'm sure my invite's just moments away. Moments uh, that's what away. I was going to say. Yeah, for sure. He's going to call you up. Come yeah, on I'm out. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you <laughs> actually got to talk to him. You did, a whole bunch. He was so generous with his time. I was so thankful. He's straight up the busiest guy in CrossFit. And oh, he like sure. legitimately runs that farm, which is so cool. <laughs> Yeah, he's an interesting dude. I uh, yeah. had a good laugh when at some point you asked him, you're like, so can you give us a preview to the games? He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, wow, yeah, that was I also, I also gave him a preview to that question. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I was like, oh, is, we're going to talk about like, you know, the full test and whatever. And like, well, like I'll ask you for like a peek ahead. And he's like, all right, cool. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I think he did. I think he's not a dumb dude. Like, I don't care what anybody uh, says about Dave. Know. I think he's borderline genius if he's not already Absolutely. genius level. And it does not surprise me that he set you up for that and then just gave you the volleyball slam back. Nope. I loved it. That's, I loved that's everything like, about it. I loved that moment of the interview because I feel like Dave, you're right. Like he's so smart and he's so willing to be himself and like, be like, no, I'm not into it. What do you want? Like he wasn't going to sugarcoat anything for me or for our community. And that's, that's who he is. And I think we need that at the helm, the way that he is to make the system run the way that it does. I loved it. Well, he's got that little bit of a showman in him, I guess is my point that he's like, he knows if he just drops a big no on you, it puts you on the spot and it like sends the message that the games are going to be unknown and unknowable, you know, like, and uh, so I thought that was, uh, that was a kind of a funny moment you had with him. Totally. And and you got to talk to the big boss while you were there. Oh, okay. Eric. Can we talk about new guy Eric's interview? Please? Did you did you feel like you were just on the air with me? Because when you guys were side by side, I'm like, <laughs> shit, we do look alike. <laughs> kind of. First like, of all, I was hell? like, I know this Zoom life. Okay. Uh, um, I, I was just praying you would say something. I knew you wouldn't because you're too professional. But I'm like, come on, Nikki, please tell me it looks like me just for a second. You know, I've looked on this before. New guy, Eric, because it's a very familiar feeling. No, um, you know, what's funny is like, I knew that interview was coming and I was, I was hoping to have a chance to catch up with him a little bit ahead of time, but it just, it just wasn't in the cards the way that his schedule was and the way our broadcast schedule was. So um, when I spoke to him on the air, it was the first time I have ever spoken to him in real life. And his interview was my favorite interview all weekend, hundred percent, because I think I like let in just being like, man, how was Fran? Cause that was like a big deal that like he did it first. And he was talking about how he like, you know, had done that and he'd done like a couple of the other benchmark wads at that point already too. And I asked him specifically about scaling because I think that he is such a rad representative of our community in that weird CEO space. Right. Um, and I like had to cut him off. Because he, his answer to me was just like any answer that any of us would have given about working out in our home gyms. He was like, oh man, like, you know, I got to figure out the stimulus and did I want it to be really heavy, but I wanted to be able to do it unbroken. And I decided on this weight, which I had to take the blues off to make that weight, which kind of sucks because the blues are cool. And I was like, oh my God, like he's one of us. He really, like, it's not smoke and mirrors. It's not fake. Like he's, that's exactly how I would answer the question if I was like, I wanted to do 95, but I should do 75 and take the greens off because then it wouldn't look cool. Uh-huh. And like, and he was just going on and on. And I was like, hey, 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 like, I have questions about being a CEO. <laughs> I have questions about like administrative game stuff, but but I totally want to just keep talking about your friend time, bro. It was well, awesome. he, did, he did well. I mean, I, you know, I thought his interview with you was good. He was he yeah. seemed uh he seemed very genuine and Forthcoming. I tell you what I liked about it. I, I'm not trying to slam on Greg. I know people think like everybody's out to get Greg, but I always felt like, I mean, I've interviewed Greg and yeah. Greg's also one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. But anytime you asked him a question, he already had the answer in his head. He wanted to give you like he would come in to any interview with kind of an agenda he wanted to talk about, which a lot of people do. 
not, it's not, again, it's not a complaint, but you'd ask him a question. Hey, what's the temperature today? Well, let me tell you about the, you know, chronic disease. That'd be Greg. Right. Mm. Whereas I thought with new guy, Eric, uh, he actually answered your questions. Like he yeah. reacted to what you were talking about and it stayed really relevant to the conversation. So I appreciated that, that it wasn't, all right, let me just get on my talking points and, exactly, you know, and give you the exactly. corporate jargon. I'll just, you know, give you an honest opinion. And so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, nice he was see. great. He was great. And I was like very impressed that everyone on the inside of CrossFit itself was so open about their planning process and how you know they thought about canceling and they thought about doing things differently and they thought about, and, and they had to pivot really fast. And, you know, we were going to have the top folks all at the ranch. We were going to have five folks at each of the ranch, you know, like with the, just right. talking about how everything went down, I thought was really like human of them. And that is a really, really great vibe to have in the community because man, if, if, if 2020 is showed us anything, it's that like connecting with one another is really important. So just realizing the struggle and realizing the process and being really open about communicating with the community. It's a new, it's a new vibe for right. CrossFit and it's a, it's an awesome one and a welcome one. In, in my opinion, I think it went really well. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised at how small HQ is, both in size and number of people that work there? Yeah, I was. When the building itself is very, um, it was like disappointing. Right, a little bit. It's not yeah. what you expect for sure. No, no, I thought it was because in my head it's the mecca, right? So in my head it's like it's like pulling up to Google, right? Right, and you think it's going to be this like giant building with like rigs all over the place and people just like walking around with barbells constantly and like it's it's an office building but i understand why it has to be that way because if it were like a tourist attraction no one there would ever get any work done and people would wander in all day just being like hey can i work out here right so and they'd like, probably let you that's that. the crazy thing they probably yeah. just let you come in and work out I, when i was there there were just dogs running around everywhere which yes, i thought was fun yeah. um and uh it was funny like over the weekend we don't really need to get into this too much, but I'm sure, I'm sure you saw Ricky Gerard did the workouts, right? And uh, yeah. And went on and on about how he finished fifth and there's some hubbub that he dropped the C word on Frazier and you know, all this. And so I did, yes. Yeah. It's great. So I did a post on it and a bunch of people came into the post, you know, because it was Gerard there and they're talking about uh, performance enhancing drugs Mm -hmm. and how, HQ has this big conspiracy to uh, bust the people they don't like and not bust the top athletes. And I said to all of them, I'm like, listen, like you guys have no idea. There's no way they could have a conspiracy. There's like 12 people that work there. They're like, it's a huge corporation. I'm like, it's really not. It is a huge corporation, but the headquarters has like a dozen people. Like there's no way they could have any kind of like drug conspiracy. They just like, they don't have it in them. Like there's no. just not enough people there to do this. You know, it's entirely true. That's entirely true. Cause I think people have the the viewpoint that you did going in. Cause I did, like I went there going, Oh my God, I'm going to HQ. This place is going to be so yeah. big. It's going to be full of people and it's going to be so intimidating. And you're, and you're like so disappointed that these are just like, you know, people walk around in sweatpants and CrossFit t-shirts and, you know, they're all working hard and doing their jobs, but it's just mm-hmm. not what you expect. You know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was wild. It was a trip. Well, let's talk about the broadcast. Can we? Let's do that. Yes. Yeah. You killed it. Thank you. Oh my God. That is like so nice to hear. Thank it was, you. It was fun. And I had, every time you do something, I'd, I'd, I'd queue up a meme making fun of you. I'm like, I can't post this. Even Aww. though I, even though I thought it was funny. I had you on the first day though with the, with the star Wars joke, but I just couldn't 100%. do it. Well, what was funny was I went shopping obviously like I do. And I was like looking for something cute to wear. And I put that top on and, um, my best friend Whitney was like, I'm definitely getting like Ray vibes, like Ray from the new <laughs> star Wars. And so when you sent me that, like Obi-Wan, you should post it. It's funny. Yeah, I probably still could. But you probably still good. It's just I like, was it's like a, yeah, it's Star Wars. That's what I was going for, man. It's a weird thing, like watching your friends on TV. So it's you and Sean and, you know, I don't really know Annie, but I've met Annie and I love her. Like, she's like, amazing. Yeah. Like, I've, you know, she's an OG. So I'm like kind of starstruck by her a little bit. <gasps> we and, should have her on the show. I know we should. I love her. Oh, she's amazing. She's totally amazing. Her. But, um, but, you know, so it's you and Sean, who I know very well. And. 
you know, so I'm like, there's so many things I can make fun of, but I, you know, so I, I would put a few things in the stories, like making fun of Sean's gigantic arms, Jesus Christ. And, Sean is uh, really fit. Yes. He is. <laughs> That's why I'm so proud to say we look alike because he's way fitter than me. It's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's amazing. But yeah, you guys did great. Um, so give us a little insight, like how the whole thing came together. I mean, I, you know, I know it wasn't, you know, the typical, HQ broadcast that we've come to know. And, no, definitely you know, not. Definitely not. Because I mean, the guys were just, and gals, the whole team were working so fast to make things the, the way that they could, do you know what I mean? So like, like I said, they, um, they thought originally it was going to be like the top 30 guys and gals all heading out to the ranch. And then for a second, it was like, can we even do it at the ranch? Cause California is going crazy and it's shut down because of COVID. And then they were like, well, really, can we do it in California? Cause everything's on fire. Do we have to move it? Do we have to change the number of people? You know, they're, they're working with a skeleton crew on the back end in order to make sure that everyone is safe. And this is just the kind of thing that they normally would have planned one whole year ago and like right. not for fun right. because it takes that long in order to get it to get it down so i'm i'm so incredibly impressed by that team man they are just the best broadcast professionals you will ever find in the sport and i am so lucky to have a chance to work with them they do a really good job the the parts that were funny to me were the parts where you could tell it had been put together quickly, like in, in days past when you guys were doing this, you know, two, three years in a row, you'd have to see the regional stuff. And like, it would look like something off of, you know, major TV networks, totally perfect cuts to, to, you know, interviews and perfect cuts back to the update show. (laughs) And and every camera knows where it's going. And there were a couple of moments, there was one moment, I don't remember what Sean said exactly, but they start, he was talking and they had the camera right on you and you weren't looking at the camera. Oh no. Like, and I was like RBF hardcore. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and I forget <laughs> and what he, he said. And he was like, well, I guess cameras are going to show you everybody here yeah, for exactly. the beginning of the show. <laughs> that was it. I laughed yeah. so hard. I'm like, man, like well. that's, that's what you get when you put together something quickly, you know? And, and then they like yeah. kind of bounce the camera back and forth a couple of times. Even he was like, where are we going? <laughs> Yeah, it yeah, it happens. To be completely honest, and I worked in live broadcast for uh, almost almost ten years um, in TV news. That stuff happens even if you're way prepared and right. way like yeah, because like it's so you can test things a million times. This is the best example. We we were on Zoom calls all weekend, right? Like Zoom is all I know now, and everything was working beautifully, integrated well. You could hear everything. It was like I was I was on my laptop, like the one that I'm on. Yeah right now and they somehow managed to like feed it through the back end and get it on the broadcast like with the graphics and with the background and with the, I don't understand they're wizards um and everything's going great until the very last day and the very last interview and we're like all on zoom and I've got my interview subject like on the screen with me and they can't hear him in the back and it's Matt Fraser. <laughs> and that's kind of important. Yeah, that's, that's a little important. And like nobody changed anything. Like this is just how live broadcast works. It's just so dumb. It's like everything had been growing great all weekend. And we tested everything and everything was the same. Nobody unplugged anything. And all of a sudden like Matt's on and we're live. And he just won phase one of the CrossFit games. And they're trying to toss to me, but nobody can hear him. I can hear him but nobody in the back can hear him. And they're all like losing their minds in the back. Like everything's on fire. And I'm like, it's live TV, man. This is how (laughs) we got it back. But it's just, it's amazing. Like it is a true testament to the people that we work with that like that stuff happens and they fix it. And you all heard him on the air. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's awesome what they can do. So yeah. I agree with you that like more planning would have definitely made things more seamless and more complex and more fun, but that unfortunately that stuff can happen <laughs> at any well, point in time. I did. There were a few times where like, I thought I had a graphic and I would just be like staring at the camera. Like there's a few moments where I'm just smiling at the camera for a minute, hanging yeah, there, out. There were a few moments all around, uh, it's fine. Like, kind of a few awkward moments, but I don't think yeah. like, I don't think those are things that really bothered people. I mean, I really yeah. liked what they did with you with the human interest side, like having, mm-hmm. you know, not only the one-on-one interviews with Dave and, and new guy, Eric, but you know, you had Bethany, um, 
Robinson, the Robinson yeah. who had, you know, lost weight and through CrossFit. I thought mm-hmm. that was a really interesting conversation. And so some of those human interest stories I thought were, so were a really good. nice touch. I kind of would have liked to have seen more of those if I'm yeah. being honest, you know? Yeah. I think it would be fun to integrate those more. I mean, I know that we had a whole pre-show, like I had my own little pre-show full of human interest stories. And I think it would be really fun to expand upon that in the future. I'm not sure if anyone like tuned in for them. That's, that's what have. my question is. Yeah. I mean, my, my critique of the weekend is that it felt like just a missed opportunity kind of across the board in a lot of areas. Like some of it was really good. I thought the on-air talent was amazing. Um, I mean, and I, I'm not saying that cause I know you guys, I thought you guys were the right team, you know, like, oh, like as an example, like, you know, Sean and Annie, you know, just set Sean aside for a second, like having Annie's, uh, actual competitive experience was really yeah. invaluable uh, in, in their conversations. Like as much as I like to see Sean and Tommy together and I think they're really good together. Mm-hmm. I thought having an actual competitor there was, or someone who's been in that competitive environment was important and yeah. very cool. You know, and they're freaking, and there's an event named after her. Yeah. Well, she's a big deal. Uh, yeah. She's a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty big deal. And, and she's so humble though. Like, you know, she's oh, talking, about, crazy. Talk, talking about how she hates some of those workouts. I'm like, are you like, you kill those workouts. What are you talking about? I know. Um, I know. So I thought that stuff was good. And, it, you know, I really liked, you know, from a missed opportunity, I thought your human interest stories were good. I would have just liked to have seen more. So like as a viewer sitting there waiting, which is what I was doing. Cause you know, I'm yeah. on Eastern time. So like, it's like 3 PM when it's coming on. And I'm like, oh, how much longer? Like, I wish they had brought you guys on at 2 p.m. and done an hour of human interest stories and talked really? about, yeah, or just like talked about things going on in the community. Like, I think people like that. I like that. I like to see what's yeah. going on in the community, what other people are doing. I think I thought it would have been good for the brand, good advertising. You know, it could have been a great opportunity to talk about what they're doing with the scholarship program, for instance. We or, did that. I know you did, but I'm saying like you give an expansive, like, Hey, we're going to give you, you know, leading into the games as people are getting the popcorn and beer and coming in. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, I love that. I'm, I'm going to take that feedback right to them. Be like, I heard, I heard they want more of me. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Make sure you tell them it came from me. I'm sure that'll squash it right off. Yeah. Maybe I won't mention that. I have been hearing from, I've been hearing from the masses, not from John Woolley. Definitely Um, not from John. So like, and I think you could do that kind of as long as you want, even, and people would tune in. I don't know yeah. how many people would tune in, but I feel like there's a lot. Um, and then I felt, and, and truthfully, I think it would have given them time to give the people what they really wanted, which was split screen competition. Like, mm, I, Let's that, talk about that. Yeah. That like the biggest miss to me, and I get it. I really get it. Like this is, a, you know, short notice, hard to put on. Like, so I, I, I hesitate to even complain because I'm like so impressed that new guy, Eric, let them even do this. I know, you know what I mean? So I like, know. so I don't want anyone to think, and, and I'm not sucking up to get him on our show, although I'd like to get him on our show. That um, would be fun. <laughs> I, I, I legit am grateful that we got what we got. Yeah. However, <laughs> like as a, as a fan and I am a fan, like I'm sitting there watching. And so, you know, Sean comes on with Annie and they're like, all right, let's give you the results. And it's just like ripping the bandaid off. Hey, these yeah. people are in the top five and screw everybody else. And I'm sitting, there's a fan going, I want, I want to see Sarah. What, what happened to Sarah? And you I don't, get, and you don't get Sarah. And yeah. w- what happened to Amanda? And you don't get Amanda. And like, you know, what happened to Saxon? What happened to Vellner? Like, you know, I'm yeah. sitting there like wanting to see my favorite athletes. I just thought from a brand perspective, you have people like myself that have their favorites totally that you, that you just don't get to see them. Yeah. And, and I didn't get to see them until their individual videos started coming out kind of hours later. I would have rather HQ take all that video when it's submitted, hold it. Don't give out the results and do a later update show. Give us more like kind of upfront human interest stories and then give us what feels like a live competition, even though it's not live. Yeah. With, with better coverage of kind of the fan favorites and even the ones that aren't the fan favorites, like these are the top 30, like they all right. need to, they all need to build their brand. Like I think of, um, Griffin, uh, CrossFit, Raleigh. Thor, right. Raleigh, right. CrossFit Thor, Griffin Raleigh. CrossFit Thor. Justin I, Royal. That's what we I, call him. I only know people by their Instagram name. So CrossFit Thor. So, you know, he had this huge front squat. 
but insane. Yeah. Insane. But you know, he's a young kid and he's totally. right on the edge of the beginning of his career, not the end. Like as much as I hate to say it, Frazier's on the back end of his career. Ooh, you think he so? is. Yeah, well, he's in his late 30s, and these other kids are in their early 20s. Like there's a nine-year gap between them, right? Wait, he's not in his late 30s. Uh, well, I mean, he's like for an athlete, he's 30 or 31, right? Whereas some yeah, of these other kids are like 30s. He won't be doing this five years from now, is my point. Whereas Griffin will be in his prime five years from now, right? I'm not saying you don't cover Frazier. Frazier's amazing. Like, oh my God, he was so amazing. I'm just saying like poor Griffin over here doesn't get, he gets little to no coverage if had he not won that event. And there's a dozen people that got none that I know people in their communities would have loved to have seen them get 15 minutes. You know what I mean? That's all. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think all of these men and women are building careers for themselves. And this is an opportunity for people to see them, you know? And so I, I felt like that was a miss. I know people wanted to see the head to head and, and to get a sense of what it looked like. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, I thought it, it probably would have been even more alarming for people to see Frazier finish friendly Fran in 308 and then nobody else finish for another minute and a half, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, right? like it's jarring to see it on paper. It's even more amazing when you see it live side yeah. by side, you yeah. know? So that, you know, you know, I know that some of that feels a little petty to say it out loud, but I know that like as a, someone who likes sports and wants to see a competitive sport, that's what people yeah, yeah. wanted. You know? Totally. Totally. Um, I have a, I have a couple thoughts. Um, the, the first one is that I think a lot of the like initial um, like shock that came out, I think was because people had probably like the wrong expectations so we had been trying to do the best we could to explain because because be, on day one, we delivered on everything that we said we would deliver on. So we had been trying to do our best to explain like results are coming in really fast. We know you guys really care about the results. We know you want to see the standings. We don't have a live updating leaderboard. So as soon as all the results come in, we are going to let you know what happened. Um, and I think that a lot of people... Uh, had different expectations and were expecting the rogue invitational and didn't see any of our explanations. And so that's, that's really like frustrating and disappointing. If you really think one thing and you get in and you see something else. So that's, that's one thing is I think that people's like expectations were probably just a little bit mismanaged because they hadn't seen what we were saying we were going to do, which is what we ended up doing. But I think the other thing is that you make really good points and people like, wanted to see that. And I, I do truthfully think that if we, so let me back up again. The reason why it all wasn't live, if anyone hasn't heard this yet is because the athletes were not expected to do these events all at the same time. They did them all in their individual time zones because uh, what happened with the rogue invitational was some overseas athletes ended up working out at like two or three o'clock in the morning. And, um, with the inclusion of, the PFAA and the AAC, these athlete advocacy groups, um, part of that conversation was also like, they didn't want that to happen again because that provides an unfair advantage and you can't make Cara Webb work out at 3am. I mean, you can, apparently she smashes anyway, but like, so that was all part of, you know, equal, fair, everything across the board. So that's why it wasn't like Rogue. But I kind of think that even if they like, even if they held all the footage and then they put it out two hours later, because that's how long it took, then you would get plenty of people complaining, being like, they already have the results. Why can't we know? Tell us that. the So, but aside from that, I actually think that the feedback was really good in that people wanted to see side-by-sides. They wanted to see it, even if it wasn't live, they wanted to whatever. And I personally think um, CrossFit did a really good job taking that feedback in and updating for day two, because if you watch the last broadcast, like they didn't come out in the top of the show and say exactly who was going where, like there was good buildup. They did show full events and like they showed like quadrants and the full handstand hold and like the whatever, you know, moving forward and some clips or at least like the end, like here's like Frazier's last round of whatever. Um, and I thought incorporating that feedback on the fly was really the right, the right move. Cause the feedback is legit. If that's what people sure. want to see, then I'm glad that I kind of wish people were nicer about how they voiced it <laughs> for the this. nice supportive community. We have, there are some real shitheads online and holy moly. Oh, come well, Come on. I was leading the shithead charge. Like, well, um, but you're you, you meme it and you laugh about it in order to spark discussion. Some people are straight up mean. 
Yeah, I, look, I thought I appreciated what they were trying to do on day two. I could tell they were trying to do it. Even yeah. that, as a fan, felt weird. And really? It, it, yeah, because you get, all right, let's give you uh, event six standings, and then you immediately get uh, seven, and then all the standings change. So there's no, you by anyone that could do any kind of basic math already knew who won. So you're basically wow. like just sitting through, trust me, like you can, I can just go through my feed and give you people telling you this. Like that yeah. was the thing. It was like, I just would have liked to, like, I wish they could have just held it. I would rather take the complaint of why are you guys holding it to make it feel like a real competition as opposed to what you're getting, which is, well, why didn't it feel like a real competition? You know, like people wanted to be rogue. You can't be rogue. Cause I fully agree with, you don't want, you know, the Australians working out at two in the morning, as an example, there's too many great athletes there or anywhere yeah. for that matter to make it unfair for them. But it just like, it just as a spectator felt weird. That's all. I appreciated yeah. what they were trying to do. And I really appreciated what they tried to do on day two. I really totally. did. Like, yeah, I, did I, I thought to myself when they, when they came in and, and Sean started giving the bait, I thought, all right, like they're making a real shot at this. I knew, yeah. I knew they wouldn't pull it off completely <laughs> because it was too short notice. Like, and again, like kudos to them for trying, man. Cause mm-hmm. like trying to move an entire media team, on a dime, I'm sure is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Um, no, but thank God for Sean Woodland. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know what they're paying that man, but it's not enough. He is, he can pivot on a dime like that. And it is, you know, you, he can riff off, off anything like prepare the show. Cool. Uh, randomly do commentary and color over the show. Cool. Uh, you know, I don't know, make something up. Cool. Like he can just roll with it. He's so good. Um, I don't know. The last broadcast to me felt like, felt like where we needed to be. Cause I was on the interview set, like, and I can hear it as it's happening. And I didn't have the full standings yet. Cause I had been preparing the pre-show. Sure. So as it was happening to me, I was like, yeah, what's next? Yeah. Okay. Let's watch all the quadrants. I'm like, okay, like what's okay. And I'm not doing math. I'm just taking it right. all in. So to me, it felt like legit. And I'm like, cool. I'm glad that we took that feedback and did what we needed to do here. Yeah. Um, I appreciate like trying. Yeah. Ultimately for me, it was like, it just, it never felt like a viewable competition and you didn't get to see the athletes that weren't really competitive, which included some of the really best athletes, specifically Fikowski, Vellner, uh, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, Jamie Simmons, um, you know, like you can, you can, and you can probably continue to rattle off names of people that are loved in the community. I mean, they're all loved, but you get my point. Like, you know, just some of the biggest names that, that didn't have their best weekend, you know, they just didn't get any airtime, you know, it just felt weird. You know, that's all. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, but, you know, I did think, um, it was fun to watch. I watched every part of it. So, you know, they got what they wanted they, they got yeah. everybody viewing. Yeah. yeah. It was always like a, you know, a, a truncated version of what we, I'm hoping that, and I don't have any plans and I don't, no one can pick my brain. I don't know what's happening, but I'm hoping that everything's expanded upon for the live in person. That's sort of the impression I'm under. Yeah. I don't, I mean, this will likely never happen again. So this feedback may mean nothing, but the only other reason I think it would have been cool to, to extend the viewing cycle, hold the videos for far longer than we did is you could have then also gotten videos of the celebrations remotely. Like I watched the celebrations today of Haley Adams, for instance, and I was literally sitting there getting teary eyed, watching her jump around. I know. You know what uh, I mean? And, and all of them for that matter, like they were, they were showing the videos of all the women who had qualified and it's Carrie Pierce and, and Haley Adams. And I'm sitting there going, Oh my God, like look at her jump around like a fool. <laughs> like, you I know, know, but you know how they know, do you know how they found out they qualified? I think by watching your show, right? On our show, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's my so, point. Like, but how, but it, the thing is, if we didn't do it the way we did it, then they wouldn't have gotten, like, we wouldn't have been able to put that footage in our show, even if we held the events. No, do you I know get what that. I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get that. I, you know, I just, I just feel like there could have been a way to maybe string some of that together in a way that would have been more cohesive. So more people could have seen it, kind of gotten that experience of like the, the taste of victory at the end. It was really cool to see, So but, cute, you know? Yeah. And I was super excited for her. So maybe that's why I just had it. On oh my mind. God. So was I, I had her in my top five. 
Well, I had her like probably sixth or seventh, but only because she didn't think she was going to be top five. She told us on this show she didn't think she was going to do well in an online competition, and then she went on and killed yeah. it. So she's just a liar. That's all it is. Completely. Haley Adams she's is a liar. Terminator. She's yes. a Terminator. <laughs> she's so good. Okay, so let me ask you, mm-hmm. after watching the whole thing, do you think that it was like a complete test of fitness? Do you think that the five fittest people are going through? Man, that's, well, I will always say yes to that because I will never take away from somebody who won ever. Yeah. Like you'll never get me to do that. I will take, and, and I do think the programming was really good. I mean, we yeah. could sit here and talk about programming for hours, like from a test of fitness of the seven workouts, four or five of them were incredibly short, mm-hmm. you know? So to say it was a full test, Dave would say, yes, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> you know, like well, one of them I'm, was in the like 15, 18 minute range. Yeah. One. And then you had yeah. a three minute, you know, an eight second friendly friend. You have a handstand hold that the men can't do longer in a minute and a half. Seriously. Uh, you've though. got a, uh, and a minute and a half is a long time. Don't let me tell you different. Uh, you've got a thousand meter row. That's again, three minutes at, at best. Um, you know, and, and what were the others you've got, you know, that, uh, Diane was short, Annie ish. was short ish. Short ish. Yeah. Annie was short ish. Like, well, I mean, into the 10 minute range for some people. Yeah. I mean, look, I, you know, I'm not complaining about programming. I always think Dave's programming is great. It didn't feel like games level programming. It felt what? like, well, let me finish. It, yeah. it felt like regionals plus early. If, and it felt like kind of, you know, day one and day two of the games. Cause it all, you know, the games always gets hard. The games is four days, you know, not yeah. two. So I get it. Like you can't make, do a complete games programming in two days and you're doing it remote. So none of this is a complaint. I thought what right, they right. did was really nice. I, I thought it was well thought out. It was very CrossFit centric, which I appreciate. Like I always hate when they do dumb shit, like a softball toss and you know, whatever. Um, they did that one year. You guys can all go look it up. Um, so yeah, I thought the programming was good. Um, I, you know, whether you can say it's a complete test of fitness, I think we'll answer that question after the top five. I thought it was enough yeah. to determine the top five. It's yeah. not that, you know, on the women's side, I'd say absolutely. I thought the best five women got there and, you know, and you can look and say the three behind them that were only two points out could I easily, know. easily Ugh. have been in the top five. So yep. it definitely panned out on the women's side with the exception of maybe Sarah, who just, I think just had a bad weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jamie too, maybe a couple others, um, on the men's side, you know, set Frazier aside, who's just on another planet. Unreal. Um, you know, yeah. I thought the ones that were there, you know, even you look at number six with Chandler, I thought, yeah, uh, you, you kind of got the cream of the crop. There are a few outliers, um, that didn't do what I thought they would do, but you could make that same argument last year, you know, people absolutely said said the same thing about the cuts and like some of the people made the top 10 didn't deserve to be there. And yeah, yeah, I, I had no problem with the programming. I thought they were fun to watch. Um, they were good workouts. That's partly why I wanted to see more split screen because they are like CrossFit centric workouts and it was totally really cool. Yeah. Really cool to see Frazier and, and Noah side by side. Uh-huh. On Fran, you know, yeah. It, the only suggestion I would give them to if if they could do it all over again, what I would would have rather seen them do is allow not only allow athletes to compete against each other, but force them to and do it in regions. So you still do the time zones, but you make all the Australians work out together, all the West Coast work out together, all the East Coast work out together. I thought that from a from a viewer standpoint, it would have been cool. From a competitive standpoint, it changes things for those athletes. Um, oh, so clump them by region, yeah, like into regionals. a competition for the region where well, all not the a, people you, in the region do it at the same time. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you don't. It's not regionals. I'm not suggesting we go back to regionals. I'm just saying, like in this scenario, for a filming standpoint and a media yeah, yeah. standpoint, having Frazier and Olson in the same room would have been really cool. I know. You know, and would have been a lot of fun for people. And it would have been even more impressive when, when Frazier just smashed the hell out of him. Cause he would have like, yeah, I mean, no, I think that would have been cool. I don't think it would have been possible just because of COVID. 
this yeah, year. I know. I know. Still. I'm just saying it would have been awesome if they could have. Um, but man, you know, the competition itself was good. I, I liked I the program. It. I mean, it, it felt like the games felt like the mini games, you know, I'll be yeah. interested, interested to see what Dave has coming up. I mean, he keeps alluding to the fact that, you know, everybody acts like it's over and it's not. And when you look at the scoring uh, scale for the games coming up, you know, it's only going to take one bad event could blow up, oh, yeah. you know, Frazier's like I t- was talking to Saxon about this actually, or to Spencer. Sorry. They look alike. And uh, I'm talking <laughs> to, I know I'm talking to Spencer and I'm like, it wouldn't put, wouldn't put it past Dave for the very first event to be some hardcore swimming event, which is a Olsen special. Totally. And totally. you see Frazier potentially coming in fifth and getting little to no points. Mm-hmm. And then the second workout to be something not in his wheelhouse. And again, he does now he's in a hole, you know, I mean, you're only competing against five people. Like, you know, he, he's going to test them. And, you know, with that said, I was watching this going, all right, Frazier's not going to win the handstand hold and he's not going to win the row. And then he finished eighth on the row and second on the handstand hold. I'm like, what is this guy not good at? Zero things. He's good at everything. I mean, Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. It's like, I, like I had a ton of respect for him going into the weekend. Like I can't even put into words what I think of him as an athlete. I know. He, he's just on a different plane. It's I know. And he like, he knows it, but also like, I don't get what makes him look. I try to, when I think of my interview questions, I try to ask the question that all of us are wanting to know, right? Like if I was just sitting out on my butt at home, eating Cheetos being like, you suck guy in fifth place, right. you know? And I watched Frazier dominate like that all weekend. What if I could ask him anything just as a fan, what the hell would I ask him? And so the first thing I asked him when I had him on the live interview was like, dude, just how fucking how are you so dominant? It doesn't make any sense. Scientifically. I don't get it. All of these guys are the best athletes on the planet. Sorry. It's my brother's dog is scratching his collar. <laughs> You've heard that, that a couple of times. I thought Santa Claus was landing. That's what it sounded I know, like. no. He's a he's a cute Boston Terrier with mm. a jingly collar. His name is Riker. Commander William T. Riker, oh, if you will. Nice Star Trek. Um, I like it. Legit. Yes. So yeah, so I asked him that. I was like, dude, just how? How do you pull away by like over a hundred points? And all he said to me was like, I trained my butt off. And I was like, Yeah. Okay. Next question, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Like every other fan and I can't, he's not human. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot there. We can talk about him for an hour, I guess, but I know. Um, it was, it was really, really impressive. Seriously. To, to see Seriously. like how far apart he is just like from a, a consistent standpoint across everything he's doing. Like there was nothing. He was bad. He didn't win everything, but he didn't lose anything. I know. You know, it was like, it was really impressive. So crazy. It's a long answer to say, I like the competition. I thought the program Yeah. Was same, same. I loved it. I know. I've heard a couple other people say that about like not having a really long workout. And I've thought, I've thought about that too. The only counter argument I can make in my head um, is like so many people were upset when like a, a long single modality thing, like a run was what, what came before like the end of the cuts and stuff last right. year. So it's like, you can't have it. You can't have it both ways. Right. It can't be like also do a 10 K run, but then also be like, well, there wasn't anything long. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm like, well, of course not. Like that's not well, look, something people we're are always, to get to the top five. People are always going to complain about the programming. I never feel no, like that's my no. job ever like i always respect what dave does i don't have any complaints about his programming and i wouldn't even pretend to say that's something i'm an expert in. i'm just an expert in making fun of people so <laughs> you know what do i what do i care and you are masterful i am masterful at that i will take credit you for are. that you absolutely are well i mean i'm really i'm overall really glad how it all shook out and i'm I'm really excited to see the top five go. I'm a little bit heartbroken. Wanted to see Cara in the top five. I really wanted to see Chandler in the top five. But, you know, we'll see how the see how the next season goes. Yeah, I wanted Amanda Barnhart. I was uh, yeah. felt really bad for her. I mean, because she literally missed out by two points. Mm-hmm. And um, 
same for Chandler. Like I was really bummed. You know, I was excited to see the others. Like, you know, I, yeah. I had Jeff Adler in my top five and he made very it. solid choice. Yeah. Very. And I'm so excited for him, man. He's been working so hard. You know, I think it'll be good to see him, Justin Medeiros go like, you know, these are athletes that Frazier has never competed against. And yeah, that's you know, right. I, I told someone it's like, they're, they're so young and have never competed at that level. They could go out and have the weekend of their lives and they could be the ones that actually scare them. You know, like you just never know. So I'm, I'm yeah. excited. I mean, Noah some... could make another big run for it too. Oh, he will. Noah's oh, yeah. a fantastic competitor. I'm not taking anything away from him. I just think this is, you know, it's while it's not the normal top five on the men's side, we're used to seeing, I think it'll be very competitive and fun to watch. So, yeah, I agree. So we'll see. I yeah. did have fun with my now, Second new bestie Steph while you were gone. She did a great oh, job. My God, Nikki, who? Like <laughs> Steph could absolutely come in here and take this spot. She crushed. Oh, she did great. It, it was a little weird though. You know, she, she comes on the podcast and here are the differences. So she's in a athlete's room with all her medals behind her, where you're normally in a room with all your laundry behind you. Which accurate, I like. accurate yes, description like of what's now. happening right now. Yes. Do you like all the chartreuse? I do. Like all the new it's Reebok great. stuff that's like it's great. Green, yellow, and, green. And uh, so she's always doing that, you know, so she was like kind of hyper-professional. And then I, you know, because I'm used to doing this, you, I'm like, so what are you drinking? She's like water. I'm like, Jesus, you're an athlete. I forget, uh, you know, right. like, let me get a bottle of tequila. One of us has to be hammered. Um, <laughs> That's how we do the show. You guys, yes. come it's on. Not, it's not fun without alcohol. Jesus. Uh-uh. Um, so that was different. And we did a live stream. What was really funny to me, I don't even think she noticed because she did, can't, she said she can't read the the words as she's talking, and I'm really good at that, you know. And so oh. I'm reading it, and there's like all these dudes coming in calling her a snack. <laughs> oh no way! <laughs> yeah, you know she's a cute girl. Like, you oh, know, she, she is a snack. Hell yeah! Yeah, mm-hmm. she you know. But she said all these dudes coming in, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god! I hope she doesn't see all these comments. Like, oh. it's so bad." It was just funny, you know. That's literally never happened to me on a live stream. Ain't nobody coming in calling me a snack. Well, we haven't done any live streams, so we'll do some and see how many snack comments you get. But she got plenty. Well, now we've prompted it. So now I'm not going to think it's real. I know. Every time I talk about something on the show, today even, I got two or three more DMs. People saying clam slam clam from slam, our last so show. I. <laughs> I get them every day now. I'm, we're going to need to make Clam Slam t-shirts, I think, because people apparently love that. I don't know. Ooh, like, that's an aggressive slogan for a t-shirt. I think it's a great slogan. Make Clam Slam great again. Ooh. Um, <laughs> there's nothing I like about that. <laughs> uh, people just keep sending it to me. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe this is what we're going to get known for. I know, um, right? Jesus. But anyway, Steph was great. I thought, you know, much like Annie, she brought you know, kind of a great athlete's perspective to yeah. um, what was going on competition wise. And, you know, she was fun and, and like kind of not totally natural on there. So yeah, good. she's great. She's awesome. We should have her on. So I heard you guys um, entered me into a wager without my uh-huh. consent. <laughs> yes. Well, so, you know, the, the joke is I've said forever, I'm as strong as a games athlete woman. So we're going to mm-hmm. do all the workouts and compare our scores. And now that I've actually done a couple, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I can beat her. I don't think that, <laughs> I even told no. her the day. I'm like, I think I can take you on the row. Like I'm still to this day. I'm still pretty confident. I can probably, I don't know if I can beat her, but it'll be real close. She won't destroy me, but the other stuff she's going to just absolutely crush me on. It isn't going to be close. My money's on Steph destroying both of us on all the events. I think, well, I think I'll be really close on the front squat and I'll be really close or I'll beat her on the row. The other stuff. I I just don't. I'm sorry. I don't think so. I think I will. I'm a good rower. I'm tall. I got that going for me. But she's Steph Chung. I know. We'll see. She's got that going for her. That's a lot. I need something. I need, well, you know, first of all, she's going to get a huge rest in the handstand hold because she only has to go for longer than like two and a half seconds because that's the longest I'll be able to hold it. Same, same. It'll be, it'll I be don't fun. Know. I'm going to have to figure out how to scale all of this for me because you guys are going to do the same, whatever. And I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever the women's RX is, but there you go. I won't. The, <laughs> are you kidding me? Even some uh-uh. of those weights are aggressive. Like I, I kind of pseudo did Annie in my basement today. I couldn't do the, I couldn't do uh, double unders down there, but I was doing um, pushups instead. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to the cleans. I'm like, Oh, uh-huh. 
This is going to yeah. suck at 185. No, thank you. Like, yeah. I pseudo did them with Logan. I pseudo did Annie with Logan the other day um, after we were done with the broadcast. And my abs still, like, they hurt so bad I can't roll over at night. And I only did them 50, 40, 30. And after that, I was like, I really don't want Rabdo tonight. Yeah, it's a lot of GHDs. <laughs> it's a lot of GHDs. And I'm like, it's been days and I am not okay. Yeah, it's, I, it just, I don't look like I have abs, but I feel like I have abs. Well, it does just go to show you like how impressive these athletes are. And, and, you know, Steph's so humble. She's like, oh yeah, we'll do it. It'll be fun. And without even like any sense of irony, like I would die, you know, she mm-hmm. wasn't even sitting there thinking someone have to revive me, but they probably will. But <laughs> you know, you can't do them alone in your basement. I'm scared. No, I, I'm going to actually have to ask Saxon to give me access to the gym. I have to go on a Thursday or something when it's uh-huh. open gym and I'll figure it out. We'll do it. It'll be fun. We'll do it live. Yes. Yeah. We'll do it live. So anyway. All right. Well, I thought great recap. And I thought yeah. you uh, thought you killed it. Are you going to Thank the games? You. Have they told you yet? Do you know? That's kind of, that's the plan, but I don't really know one way or another until I don't think they know yet. Do I need to get but a campaign together? To I can get a campaign together. We can get a campaign like on the page would be Wooly Brazier 2020. No, for just for you, a campaign to get you to the games. Get oh, Nikki to the send games. Nikki to games. Yes. Oh God. Uh, I think, I think uh, they'll figure it out in the weeks to come. They probably have like logistically, they probably still have stuff that they need to figure out. Like with the state of California, now that the fires are like dying down and COVID is COVID. When I was out there, um, gyms were like, just opening up again. Like that week was their first week back, which is crazy to me because in Rhode Island and, you know, we've been doing great for so long. We've, everything's been open since June 1st and like you just get really used to wearing a mask. So I was like, oh yeah, other parts of the country suck. (laughs) I forgot. I forgot this sucks for you guys still. Yeah, dude, we've been in gyms now since April. Yeah. You know, and, and haven't had to close like no no masks, like everybody's running around. Nobody's getting sick. It's great. You know? Same. You have to wear a mask, like unless you're in your square. So we don't even have to do that. Oh, really? No, we have to have squares. We have squares, but the only person has to wear a mask is the coach. Yeah, it's Ohio. Yeah, I wear a mask and I'm coaching. Too. It's here for the Midwest, baby. Yes. Hey. Right. <laughs> it's great. All right. Well, this has been fun. Great to get to chat with you again. Yeah. And uh, so now we'll just start saying hashtag Steph who. <laughs> Steph. No, Nikki who. No, no. Now that you're back, Steph's gone. Oh, oh now that I'm back. Yeah, so now it's Steph. Who. I know. <laughs> Bye, Steph. You out. Bye, Steph. All right. Well, it was great seeing you again. For everyone you listening, uh, we appreciate it, and we will chat with you guys soon.